Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 10th of January 2023. And just remember, all the information contained in this podcast is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, scores on the doors today. We close down 20 points to 7,131, down 0.28 of a percent. We opened at 7,143.1. We had a high of 71.51.9 and a low of 71.24.9. So a very, very narrow trading range. First loss in four trading sessions. We did see some pain experienced in the resource stocks, a little bit spooked by some Comments from Chinese authorities on the iron ore price trying to rein in the rise there. BHP as a result fell 0.4 of a percent. Rio down 0.5, but Fortescue bucking that trend up 0.6 of a percent. Although we did see the negativity spill over into other resource stocks. The lithium space seemed to be a bit of a target once again. Pilbara down 1.5 percent. IGO down 1.9. Mineral resources down 1.3. Liontown also not doing so well today. Uh, they were down 1.4%. And we saw Core Lithium, CXO, down 5% today. Also in the doghouse, the gold stocks, despite bullion not really moving in Aussie dollar terms at least, and only slightly higher in US dollar terms, bullion stocks or gold miners came off. Newcrest down 2.3%, Northern Star 1.9% down, Evolution 2.4%, Big Fall at DeGray down 7.9%, and Gold Road down 3.5% there as well. So lithium stocks not in good shape today. Graphite stocks doing a little better. Syrah, though, up nearly 4% today. They did quite well. Energy stocks, not uh, a lot of action there to say the least. Woodside was pretty much unchanged. Santos was down 08 Coal stocks, a little bit easier. White Haven down 1.2%. Over in the banks, the big bank basket unchanged pretty much for the day. We did see Macquarie off 0.33 of a percent on some FX woes in Europe, which amounts to around $71 million. Not much in the big scheme of things, apparently. QBE in the insurance sector down 2.7%. Suncorp down 1.7%. And we also saw Medibank Private falling 1% there. Industrials, a pretty mixed session across the board, really. Nothing really standing out one way or the other. A little easier, if anything. We did see the REIT slightly better. GMG up 0.2. Goodman, uh, that is. GMG up 0.2. GPT, which is uh, General Property Trust, up 0.5. And SGP, Stockland, up 0.6 of a percent. Telstra eased a quarter of a percent. Woolies down a quarter of a percent. And generally industrials not doing too much really. Aristocrat up 2.2. Tender Loving Care or the Lottery Corp up 1.9%. Tech stocks not doing much at all either today. The All Tech Index pretty much unchanged for the day. So nothing there. CPU did try and steady a little bit down only 0.16% after that big fall yesterday. 
In the corporate news front today, not an awful lot either. Lake Resources, they updated the market on its Karchi project. They were up 1.2%. And Reese uh, Pharmaceuticals were up uh, 4.6% after being granted an intent offer from the patent office. In economic news, the uh, Christmas consumer confidence cheer came in the first week of January with a rise of 4.9 points last week. In Asia, Japan rose a 0.9, of a percent rather. China unchanged, and Hong Kong down 0.3. Ten-year yield steady at 3.72%. In the winners for Grinner's Circle today, let's run it through the movers and shakers. As you can imagine, volume still relatively light and liquidity a bit of an issue given Christmas holidays still. Silex, though, leading the charge up 9.89%. SLX, the stock code there, BLY, which is Borat Longyear, was the next best, up 9.3%. It had a huge, huge volume today of around... Uh, where is it? 56 shares. So we won't really count that one. Polynovo going very well, though. PNV up 8.7%. And LFS, Latitude Financial, clearly uh, getting a bit of Christmas uh, courage there for people buying uh, appliances, etc., using their system of payment up 4.6%. Platinum also doing well up 4.2%. Syrah, unfortunately, just sneaking away from me at the moment, up nearly 4%. OBL up 3.7% and Renescore up 3.6%. So uh, a few winners there. In the loser's corner, in the naughty corner today on the naughty step, ARU, Arafura continuing to find some sellers after the big run following that placement. Uh, down 9.1% ARU, the stock code. DEG also having a bit of a tumble today, down 7.9%. Uh, that was a big fall for them. They did top out at 158 and now 145. Telex also doing badly, down 7.7%. Uh, they had a bit of an announcement today, uh, nothing very exciting, but they did have their JP Morgan conference presentation, uh, that webinar link for them. And Brainship taking a bit of a pounding, down 7.5%. BRN, the stock code there. They had uh, a notice under their agreement with LDA Capital for a capital call, whereby LDA Capital uh, get issued shares and Brainship get issued money in exchange for that. PBH also in the doghouse. Points bet down 5.7%. St. Barbara down 5.7% as well. Those gold stocks, that uh, rally seems to be unwinding at the moment. PMV Premier Investments down 5.1% and Coalithium down 5%. Positive sectors today, well, the gaming and the healthcare sector, really. And negative sectors, lithium, base metals and insurers and gold miners. The big bank basket closing at $180.38. The Alltech Index unchanged. Gold, $2 better in Aussie dollar terms. 27.12, nobody cares about Aussie dollar gold, do they? Bitcoin steady at $17,191, a fun token, that's US dollars. The Aussie dollar easing back slightly to 6901 10-year yields unchanged today at 3.72. The Asian market's a little bit mixed. Currently, we've got Dow futures down around 83 points, and we have NASDAQ futures down around 45 points. 
Major movers and shakers today outside of the biggies. Uh, Polynovo doing very well, 8.7%. Finding a lot of strength there. Lake Resources on the back of their milestones at Karchi uh, were up 1.2%. And Syrah, positive research notes abound in that one at the moment. 4% better. 29 metals. Also that recovery continuing off those lows after that crash before Christmas. Uh, they were up 3.4%. Janison Education, which we wrote up this morning in the newsletter, was up 7%. Seems somebody was listening. TRJ, uh, Trajan, which is a second-line oil company, 14.4%. No news yet. Uh, Drone Shield coming under pressure, 12% down, coming back to earth. Looks like the battery may have run out. Return to base for Drone Shield after their two $11 million contracts that they signed with an unknown, unnamed anyway, U.S. Um, government agency. Carnaby Resources, CNB, Macquarie Research report out this morning, and they fell 8.1%, and Brainship, as I say earlier, was down 75 ARU, profit-taking, continuing 9.1%. Telex was down 77 Calix also falling. They had a good day yesterday, bad day today, down 4.1%. And in the IPO of the week, VHM, which is the IPO of the week for the wrong reasons, fell another 13.16% today. Uh, they're a long way away now from their $1.35 issue price where they raised 30-odd million bucks currently trading at 99 cents in two days. That's the Chris Ellison-backed rare earths prospect in Victoria. Speculative stock of the day, not an awful lot of choice, but the one that only stood out with some volume, no real reasons for it though, uh, was Cyprian Metals, which is the old nifty copper project. Uh, They were up 21.7% today, so a little bit of interest flowing in that one. In the news today, in a little more detail, Macquarie Group faces $71 million of losses after currency derivatives trades with Italian builder Similai. Similai went awry. That rhymes. Fortescue Metals. Uh, the CFO is set to depart. Brainship, we've talked about that one. Emerald Resources has announced record quarterly production of gold, 29,640 ounces. <coughs> Cash and bullion holdings increased to 73.6 million. And Aeris Resources has reported drill results at the Evoca tank project with several high-grade copper deposits being found at the site. In economic news today, consumer confidence up 4.9 points last week to 89.4. Weekly inflation expectations decreased with most groups of consumers feeling more confident about the market outlook. Homeowners paying off mortgages remained unsurprisingly negative. In other news, household spending continued to rise in November 22, increasing by 11.4%. And the highest increase in spending were in transport, I guess that's holidays, hotels, cafes and restaurants, which was up nearly 24%. Uh, the lowest um, spending category, furnishings and household equipment. It was the only spending category to record a fall when compared to November 2021. That was down 7%. And JP Morgan said a full recovery in Australians' tourism will add half a percent to its GDP product. And the return of international students from China will add another 0.4 of a percent. 
Meanwhile, in Asian markets, uh, we did see uh, companies, Chinese companies, recording the weakest growth in wages and input costs in the final three months of 2022. Um, consumer inflation slowed to 1.6% in November, hardly a surprise when the whole country was in lockdown. And a Chinese rocket startup has successfully put five satellites into orbit yesterday. It completed the orbital launch of 19 commercial satellites, a record for private Chinese companies. Virgin Orbit, which launched from Cornwall, failed to launch any satellites. Technical issues stock cratered. US and European headlines, S&P Global Market Intelligence upgraded its US real GDP forecast to 2% in 2022 and half percent in 23. And the US Commodity Futures Trading Commission has filed a lawsuit against crypto trader Avram Eisenberg for allegedly manipulating the price of swap contracts as part of a scam to steal $114 million. And the White House is under pressure to expel ex-Brazilian President Bolsonaro, who has a little pain in his back. I think it's called Lula. Anyway, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening. And, of course, we'll be back again tomorrow to do it all again. (laughs) 